everybody. I'm Gary Ebersol. Richard Kipling here. And I'm Randy Schultz. Welcome to Camp Codger, a podcast for people in their golden years. Join us to hear rocking chair wisdom from three old guys. Today, we're going to talk about travel tips for seniors. But before we get started, Randy, have you had a Codger moment recently? Gary, I don't remember. Oh, ah, no. That's just a joke. <laughs> I, I do, in all honesty, I do have a codger moment to share, but it's a different kind of codger moment because on a previous show, you might remember that we talked about leaving the house and remembering all the things you're supposed to take oh. with you. And I shared my, I lost my wallet story right. when the wallet right. wasn't really lost, but it was in my other pocket. I think this is one of those topics that we're going to have to just face up to. We don't remember things as well as we used to, at least some of the time. So I wrote a little song. (laughs) I wrote a little song that we can sing to ourselves whenever we leave the house. As a matter of fact, the song is called, A Codger Leaves the House. (laughs) Gentlemen, are you ready for the first original song? On Camp Codger. Glasses, wallet, keys, and phone. Keys and phone. Glasses, wallet, keys, and phone. Keys and phone. These are the things we find before we roam. Glasses, wallet, keys, and phone. Keys and phone. Bravo! Oh, yes, oh my God! More, we have more. to publish that. We really do. <laughs> our audience needs to sing along with us. You know what? We could when we put out our greatest hits cassette tape. <laughs> we've got to put that on it. You've got a cassette. What happened to your ray track? Anyway, back to the topic for today's conversation: travel tips for seniors. It's been almost two years, over two years now, since we started that deadly period we call COVID, the plague, right? And I think a lot of us started getting restless. We decided it was time to travel. And by God, everybody's traveling, it seems like. What about you, Randy? Have you had any travel recently or plans that you're going to travel? Well, you know, during COVID, I think we all shared the, uh, the common experience of traveling less. So starting this year, it's like a lot of us, especially those who were, who were vaccinated and were just more comfortable and more ready to travel, just decided to say, okay, we're going places. And as we record this, I am on the last leg of a driving trip, a road, road trip. trip. I actually did a road trip with my <laughs> wife, Patty. We started in Colorado. We went to New Mexico. We went to Arizona. Then we went out to visit friends in California and then came back. And now in the Santa Fe Camp Codger Studios with Gary. And my next stop is home in Colorado. Richard, we know you've been on a trip recently. Where'd you go? Well, you brought up COVID. I had to travel overseas on a wonderful trip to Italy and Spain to catch COVID. We'll get back to that, Richard. Come on, Richard. Spent a week in Italy and two and a half glorious weeks in Spain. A wonderful country. This spring, B and I went to Europe for the first time in 10 years. We went to Ireland, and then we went to Italy, and then came back to Ireland. But it was great fun. It was nice to do. 
it was challenging at times, which I think might be a good segue into some of the challenges of traveling. Richard? Well, let me oh. start that out. <laughs> You're ready. <laughs> aren't you? He jumped on that one. I am ready. One of the biggest challenges to long, long uh, distance travel is the travel because I was on a plane that had, I would guess, maybe three centimeters of leg room for a 10-hour trip, and it was just gruesome. And I was already regretting going on this vacation. Luckily, I recovered because, as I said, it was a wonderful vacation. The travel part, the air travel part, can be very onerous. What, what's been your experience, Randy? Have you had bad air travel experiences? Well, not as bad as some folks. I, I count myself lucky, but I'm very aware that this last summer, it seemed like as all of us started traveling, and not just old mm-hmm. codgers, everybody was traveling again this summer. Uh, airline travel was just a little bit more complicated. And one of the things, mm-hmm. this is my little confession, one of the things I've noticed traveling lately is that most places are not as comfortable or familiar as my own home. Yes. (laughs) Right? Absolutely. Dorothy was right. There's no place like home. So so given that as like a baseline for my travel as as a codger, I don't like to be inconvenienced as much as I used to. I don't have the patience for it. And airlines are mm-hmm. a really easy target because they can make you cranky. I, I just want everything to go perfectly. I want the schedule to be on time, and I want a little bit of leg room. And so one of the things I've decided is I might be, as cheap as I am, I might, I might just be ready to fly business class or get upgraded seats because it's just worth it. I don't want to feel like I'm a sardine in a, in a plane seat. And I'm an actual example of that because I, as I said, complain mightily about the flight over. And I said, I'm not flying home this way. I'm not going to ruin my vacation, a wonderful vacation, by having a miserable flight back. And we were able to upgrade to economy Ooh, plus, a plus for it's just a hundred and some dollars more it's not a it's not your monthly salary well, i think we all have tip number one <laughs> is exactly the same <laughs> yeah, when we get to our conjure we, trips for travel yeah we know what we're gonna say we're all gonna sync up in that one that's pretty funny actually it's, it's funny i think we probably all share the same thing it's it's not the destination that's the challenge it's the travel. And more than anything else, That's I think right. we've got to this point, we all dread travel. We're- well, you know what? Maybe that's true, but I don't want to be one of those people that dreads travel because that's part of the adventure. You know, travel is is an adventure. And I and I always want to, to remember that whatever I go through is going to be worth it because I'm going to have some wonderful experiences. But I totally recognize the fact that as you get older, there are, there are new new challenges, and uh, like I just admitted to, I'm a little more cranky about them. Cranky's a really nice. That's a nice term. It's a nice it? way to say it. I, I like it. He's cranky today instead of 
I got to say, Randy, I, I like my challenges on the ground, not in the air. <laughs> I like that. At least we have a little bit more control on the ground, right? At least exactly. I feel like I yeah. have more control. It's it's hard to be optimistic, though, when one of the challenges, I mean, I know it's an adventure to fly, and we're, re- we're really lucky guys. All three of us are, you know, we get to, we get to mm. take trips and travel and... I appreciate that. But when you get to the Dublin airport and the line's out the door at 4 a.m., <laughs> you're thinking, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And it, cranky is the nicest thing about I can say about the way I'm feeling. <laughs> Let's pull out of this rabbit hole and move back to tips we might be able to give our listeners on how to make travel just a little easier on the soul. Here's one that Patty and I came up with. Don't try to do too much. Okay? Mm -hmm. So when we're on a big trip, like the trip that uh, Richard just got back from, Italy and and Spain, don't try to do too much. So we plan a day of activity, visiting a museum, doing a tour, doing something that we know is going to be a pure tourist day. And then we take a day off to just hang out by the pool you know, if we're in Hawaii, we snorkel. So it's like a day on, day off, so that we don't wear ourselves out. Great idea. I love that. Well, and actually, let me add to that. Allison and I now have no plans to do big tours of five, six different places. When we went to Spain, which was our major, the major part of our vacation, we decided we were going to two cities. That's it. And we went to Barcelona for five days. And we rented an Airbnb for two weeks in Madrid. So we really could take a day off whenever we wanted without, without going nuts, without saying, oh, my God, we're going to miss going here. We're going to miss going there. Because we had enough time to go at a slower pace, not at a quick tourism pace. I think this is fascinating because all of us have hit on this. It wasn't my number one, but basically I've even cut it down to, from two to one. The next time I do a big adventure type travel, it's going to be one place. You're just going to focus on the I'm one? I'm going to go. Uh, what, what's really good to me, and I've enjoyed because we spent a week in Italy. And after a week, you knew where the coffee shops were. You knew where you, where, the, where you could buy wine. You knew where you could get a reliable meal. And pretty soon, you're kind of feeling like home. You're feeling the, like a local. I'm, you're almost feeling. You'll never feel like a local, but you can pretend you are. Yeah. Okay, Richard, you want to do the next one? This is as ridiculous and pedestrian as it gets. If you go to a place for a a number of days, make sure there's a laundry somewhere near. Yes, yes. We had one in our Airbnb. (laughs) Having a laundry, I think, is an essential part of any trip that's longer than a week or more. That's one of my tips for traveling. That's brilliant. I mean, I think that's on all, all of our lists. Because when we go to Italy next year, we are doing Airbnb slash VRBO rentals primarily for the reason that that's one of the things you get. You get you get a laundry room. One of my other tips is pack light. Well, the best way to do that Absolutely. is to have access to laundry. Then you don't need to take everything. Guys, Absolutely. it's like we rehearsed this. This is truly, <laughs> truly funny because one of my tips was stay home. But no, 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 Gary, that's not allowed. <laughs> we're, we're, I know, that's not allowed. <laughs> but if you're not going to stay home, then exactly the word you use, travel light. My plan <laughs> is exactly the same as Randy's. Travel light, 
If you can't get it into carry-on, don't take it. Because if you really need it that bad, they have clothing stores in Europe and they yeah, have laundry. That's... Let me reverse this line of thought for one second, though. One thing that I've found essential is bringing more than one pair of walking shoes. Your feet get so tired of wearing the same shoes for two weeks in a row, three weeks in a row. A second pair of walking shoes is a miracle. The point is exactly correct, yeah. in my humble opinion, because when I started reading up on travel for this show, almost everybody had a, a shoe comment. Some of the folks mm. said, if you don't bring a second pair of shoes, what you're going to find is you're going to buy, buy it. it. Um, while you're out there on your trip because you're going to need an extra pair of comfortable shoes. One of the reasons I ended up packing a big bag is I started throwing in shoes. And shoes don't pack well. Shoes are kind of a pain to pack. But I did, and it really made all the difference in the world. Don't we sound like a bunch of old codgers? Oh, my, (laughs) my feet are killing me. Oh, my God. One of the things we found as a tip was... Hop on a, on a cheapo bus tour of a city like Rome or Madrid or Barcelona. We're really talking 10, 20 bucks a person. You get a quick view of the city and you can kind of record in your mind, oh, I want to come back and see that. You don't get to see it on the tour. It's just you're ripping by it. It's a great way to get an initial orientation to a, an otherwise fairly daunting city. Richard, your tip about a bus tour is brilliant. I have personally done that for that exact reason, and it works almost anywhere. Mm. Mm. A couple of days ago, Patty and I were at the San Diego Zoo with a couple of friends. And the first suggestion I made was, let's get on the bus and just tour the whole place. Let's get the overview. The other couple we were with thought that sounded like old codger advice, <laughs> and they rejected it. And then we finally talked them into it, and they got they took the bus tour with us. They got off the bus. They said, that was a great idea. <laughs> Brilliant, Richard. You've got, the t- you've got the tip of the week. Take a bus tour. We found in a number of these old European cities that Google Maps doesn't work so well. So my strong recommendation is get a good Physical paper oh, map. I can't can't go there. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't do that. I need my Google. We had the same experience. We got into a circle with Google. We we did it we twice. Did too. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. She or he is confused. Google is rather androgynous, so we don't really know for sure. <laughs> but we did it twice. I'm thinking, okay. I kind of know roughly where we're at, but I still don't know how to get to where we're going. And this mm-hmm. circle is only about a mile long. So in a couple times around isn't a big deal. A kilometer, I'm sorry. It was only a kilometer. Yeah, and I finally had to turn Google off, start it again, and get out of there. But you're absolutely right. Get a physical map. I used to love maps. Today, eh, not so much. Okay, so when we go on our big Camp Codger trip, Richard will have a map, I will have a map, and Gary will be walking around in circles. <laughs> in circles. <laughs> I want to introduce something. I actually looked up a couple of statistics about travel, just for fun. Did you guys know that 56% of seniors have already planned their tourism destination for the next year? So a year out, more than half of us 
know where we're going on our next big vacation. Is that true for you for you guys? Richard? No. No, we haven't no. got anything planned. In fact, we're still recovering from the last trip. <laughs> yeah. When we got home, I said, I'm never traveling again. <laughs> well, maybe it's because uh, uh, Patty and I haven't done a big trip lately. But we have our big trip all planned for next year, yeah. so so we fall in that class. We're starting to think about it, but we're decided, well, that's probably like 2024 before we do another big mm. trip. Because mm-hmm. a road trip, I'm, I'm with Randy. I like road trips almost more than anything else. Yeah. Give me a road trip. Those are great. Any other statistics you have for us? Uh, the most popular tourist activities for seniors... I found this list not surprising at all. Number one, city sightseeing. 89.3% of seniors like to go to a city and sightsee. Number two, visiting historic places, which can also be city sightseeing. 88.1%. Restaurant dining was number three. 85.7% of seniors like to go to places where they can go to new restaurants and experience new kinds of food. The next one on the list was shopping. 77% of people love to shop. I hate to shop. And I hate to sound sexist, but that might skew in one gender or another. Just just saying. Just saying. No, we we don't know. We know nothing. (laughs) I know nothing. All right. But on the other hand, seniors don't like to do some other activities. And this this is, I think, the old codger list. The least popular tourist <laughs> activities for seniors. Hunting and fishing, <laughs> 1.2%. Water sports and sunbathing, 1.2%. I don't know. I still like yeah. to, go to go to the beach and hang out. Uh, not for the whole vacation, but that, that seems a little harsh, 1.2%. Camping and hiking, three point five percent. So clearly, we're getting older. Ooh. We and, and you know, let's face it, camping and hiking are not the most comfortable things. <laughs> I, I I admit to being a bed snob. I like my own bed better than any other bed. I've never met a bed that matched mine. <laughs> so anyway, a little a little, little bit of uh, That's, statistical those are, those info. Are actually, pretty. In- I think it's time to wrap it up. This has been a fun episode. We all enjoyed our trips. And, oh, and yeah. we're, oh, and we're yeah. looking forward to more. As much as I complained and whined about the act of traveling itself, we're going to do it again. But we're going to use some of these tips. Thanks for joining us, folks. If you've done any recent travel yourself you'd like to tell us about or have any tips for getting uh, a smooth trip out of your travels, put in a comment below or send us an email. Join us next week as we discuss celebrating our birthdays in our golden years. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, sign up at campcodger.com to receive email updates about new episodes. As always, we would be delighted if you left a comment below. You can also join the fun by checking out Camper Corner on our website.